Welcome to the Winners Get Waffles podcast with Brandon Buckner, Zach Leonard, and Matt Heron. Let's get going. Hey guys, welcome to Winners Get Waffles podcast. This is Zach Leonard, and I'm here today with Brandon Buckner and Matthew Heron. Thanks for joining us. I hope everything's going right, and I hope you enjoy episode two. To get things started, we're going to bounce it over to Brandon Buckner with one of our uh, our segments called Man Crush of the Week. And this week, it actually involves a little bit of trivia, so I hope you guys are prepared for that. Does <laughs> it... You know, right now we're we're recording and most likely going to post this in early April. So by any chance, do either one of you know anything that is significant involving April 2nd and the career of one of the best NFL players of all time? Groundhog's Day. No. Coach Leonard, do you know? I have no idea. He's one of your favorite players. Um, so... You know, with this quarantine going on, ESPN and, and Fox Sports is um, showing replays of former games, important events, including professional wrestling and WrestleManias. So actually, April 2nd, 1995, was WrestleMania 11. And that is the day the one and only Lawrence Taylor beat Bam Bam Bigelow in his one and only wrestling match. Um. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I thought that was interesting and a weird fact. Um, you know, <clears throat> I already thought Lawrence Taylor was really cool. You know, I know I get tagged as more of an offensive guy, but uh, to me, Lawrence Taylor was Khalil Mack before anything like Khalil Mack was in the game. You know, uh, <clears throat> I actually got bored the other day and, and randomly looked up, you know, some of his highlights and it was just crazy so you know i figured based on the history he deserved to be the man crush of the week right That's on fun. lawrence taylor lt no nope. yep. it wasn't groundhog's day no nope. no it wasn't um, he won uh, in wrestlemania though yeah it, it was interesting he literally only wrestled one match and uh, it was wrestlemania 11 and uh he beat bam bam bigelow so it was actually cool. I ended up just, you know, as far as I can tell from what I looked up, he's actually the only um, wrestler or person to win a Super Bowl and a match at WrestleMania. So totally cool little fact. So, that is funny. That's cool. Hopefully that was interesting to some of you guys. Uh, <clears throat> kind of, you know, segueing into our next thing is, Obviously, anytime you listen to these podcasts, football is important. Uh, but, you know, another big important thing is is uh, culture, you know, why coaches do what they do and, and why it's important. And so, you know, we'll uh, kind of pose in some podcasts more of a football-related question, more of a culture, philosophy-related question. And, and uh, today that's uh, being taken care of by Coach Leonard. Coach? All right, guys. Well, I figured, you know, it's a good time for guys to kind of get to know us a little better. And I thought this question would help with that. So my question today is, why do you coach? Obviously, 
I'm, I'm only, you know, like we kind of alluded to earlier, I'm only 22 and, and, you know, I can confidently say uh, coaching has been um, easily the most rewarding uh, thing I've done in my life so far. Um, I love it. Get to work with great guys, get to work with uh, <laughs> great kids. And, and, you know, <clears throat> for me, I kind of wanted to start getting involved and in coaching, um, you know, because of my passion for, um, you know, leading and, and teaching, you know, for, for better or worse, when I was a student, um, you know, whether in the classroom or just out with friends, um, adults and, and my parents and teachers always said that, that you know, <clears throat> I was a big uh, influence on certain kids. And, and um, you know, like I said, for better or worse, I wasn't always the best influence, but, uh, you know, I always enjoyed kind of setting the tone and leading a group. Um, and, you know, honestly, probably the bigger reason of the two is, uh, you know, I'm an optimistic person, but uh, unfortunately there are, there are, there are a lot of crappy people in this world and, and, you know, it's just coaching and, and teaching is an opportunity to honestly make less crappy people the way I look at it. And so, you know, it'd be amazing if some of the kids I interact with, I coach, I teach, um, you know, I hope that when it comes down to it, when they have an opportunity to also make less crappy people or, or positively impact other people's lives, that they take that chance and they run with it and kind of go from there. Hey, I'm going to jump in for a second. That might have to be the title of this episode, Make Less Crappy People. I think it's got a ring to it. <laughs> so, Brandon, why, like, we were both young coaches, but probably n never coach. You weren't coach Leonard. You weren't as young as Brandon was when he started, were you? No, sir. So how hard was it for you being that young of a coach and demanding results from people that you may have graduated with like two or three years ago? Yeah. So, um, my, you know, I'm, I'm going on four years coaching for those of you that don't know. And, and, you know, I coach at Christiansburg, but I actually went to Christiansburg. So, um, I definitely, you know, Matt and Zach kind of kind of knew um, what was going on as far as, you know, when I graduated, I guess that senior class was about two or three or yeah, three years behind me. So they were freshmen when I was seniors. You know, I interacted with them a little bit, um, but no, it, it definitely had its challenges, um, you know, kind of being one, the new guy um to the young guy um so it was you know it could be easy for guys not to take me seriously or you know i just kind of entered with the mindset that you know maybe not this class or or today but eventually you know if i keep doing the right things keep being a positive um impact on their lives you know it it would uh eventually click um and then obviously you know with any coach you got to know what you're talking about and and contribute that way to make better, um, yeah, better people, but obviously better football players. What was the hardest thing you had to learn to do, like coming out, like football in the grand scheme of coaching football, like the hardest thing for you to pick up on and coach effectively early on? Um, <clears throat> and, you know, two things kind of come to mind involving that. And um, one of those is, um, you know, you guys know that I can joke around quite a bit sometimes. Um, and, you know, so, and that, and that's no different with the kids sometimes, you know, um, 
uh, I like, you know, when funny stuff happens or, you know, you can, you can uh, have obviously those good moments with the kids, but, you know, maybe it was kind of harder for me at the beginning to um, kind of present myself more seriously than I was um, to, you know, other coaches um, as well as players. Uh, and then secondly, probably, I guess, kind of tying in with that is being the bad guy, you know, um, I don't think I necessarily had a problem getting my point across as far as, you know, teaching and stuff, but, you know, as far as, you know, disciplinary goes or, you know, breaking bad news and, and, um, stuff like that, you know, I certainly had to work on that and, and understand that, um, really you can't be, I mean, you can't be friends with the kids, you know, you're their coach, you're not their friend. To an extent. I mean, you, you yeah. have, have a relationship, but you know that. Absolutely. Um, okay, I'll go ahead and start my why I want to be a coach. Uh, I've kind of always wanted to be a coach. It was pretty easy for me. My mom was a teacher and my dad was a coach and he was a high school coach before I was born. And then I was born and he stopped doing that and coached me all the way through. And then actually coached me in high school. He didn't coach me in high school for uh, football. He actually coached at a different high school, a weird dynamic there. But it's kind of funny. I ran into one of my friends from high school uh, at a fundraising event the other day. And, and he was like, oh, I always knew you were going to be a coach. And I was like, well, what does that mean? He just says, well, the way you acted as a player, I, I just knew you were going to be a coach. And I kind of never really thought twice about it. It's just something I always wanted to do. I remember telling my mom, I think I was in like third grade. I was like, I want to teach and coach. She was like, well, you're in third grade. You want to be like a fireman? I was like, no, I want to teach and coach. That's that's what I want to do. And that's kind of just how I started. Um, I thought I would coach baseball and and I do coach baseball, but my passion really kind of grew for football. Uh, the more I coached it, um, I played ba- played baseball all four years of high school, and they played football for two years, and that was a mistake. Um, I played baseball in college, and I kind of just got to the point with baseball where I'd done it so much that it wore me down. Um, and luckily, I, I stepped away for a little while and coached lacrosse, um, and now I'm back to coaching baseball. But football just I kind of fell in love with it my sophomore year of high school. And then I didn't play my junior year, which I always tell kids that's the worst mistake you can make is not play in your junior year. Um, I, I thought I was going to go to all these camps and clinics and, and one day camps and showcases for baseball. And it wasn't very good. Uh, the funny thing about it, the fall showcase stuff in baseball is you just kind of show up and everybody's like, Oh, Timmy's playing football. Well, he, he's not going to be here. Uh, you know, you know, X, Y, Z that plays for your school. Oh, they play football. Yeah. We really like them. Uh, it, and so it kind of just was like, why the heck did I stop playing football? If everybody's just going to be like, Oh, we, we want to see you playing multiple sports, even at that level. Um, that's kind of my mini rant today, but it's just, <laughs> that, that's just how it's, how it grew for me. And then as I started coaching at Case Spring High School, I was around a lot of the coaches that coached me in high school and got to get more, uh, 
in, in the coaching scheme of, of life with them, I'd always seen them as coaches and then them coaching me, um, it was a different dynamic when I got there and, and I was coaching them or with them and Brandon kind of hit on a funny subject for me is, is it took them a little while to respect me too, as a coach. Um, not, not too long because they knew I could do it. I, obviously they had coached with my father before most of them. Um, but a little early on, they kind of viewed me as like a little brother who was like learning how to coach and stuff. And, and it, it took a while for me to establish that relationship and, and say, Hey, I, I can do this a little bit. I, I'm, I'm happy with doing this and, and really enjoy doing this. And they let me grow. They, they really helped me out. A bunch of great people over there that uh, taught me a lot of, about not just the coaching, but like the business side of coaching and, and coach Fulton was really, really good about uh, the, the things outside of football that are important, the grades, uh, checking up on people, physicals, like all the monotonous uh, secretarial work that goes into coaching. He was so on top of it. And I learned a lot from him in that aspect that I feel made me a better coach down the line to help coach Wilkins when he got the job and, and certain aspects there about just little things that you don't think about, like uh, when do the physicals have to be in, who's checking the physicals, stuff like that. And I yep. thought that was pretty cool. Um, so, you know, with, you know, you kind of talked about how you coach baseball, you coach lacrosse, obviously you coach football and love coaching football. Um, if you can, what do you think is maybe – something you like better or is a significant difference um, in coaching football compared to lacrosse or baseball? So football is truly a team sport. Baseball is a funny sport where it's individuals competing against each other in a team setting. Like almost everything is individuals. Batter is facing a pitcher one-on-one. Okay. Base runner is stealing off a pitcher. Um, Fielders are, are fielding, and, and that's the team aspect of it is probably the defensive side of it. But baseball is really this individual mashup with, within a sport game. Um, football, you got to rely on everybody to do the right thing or you're going to be kind of in trouble. And, and lacrosse is, is kind of that way too. I didn't know anything about lacrosse. We had just started a program, and Coach Buckner helped me out, and that first year was chaos. But we did, oh, yeah. good. but it was, uh, it was chaotic and the kids really were teaching me the game as we went. And it, and it was a, it was a fun experience for me in that aspect of it. But, uh, the biggest difference between baseball and football is, is in baseball, you can get beat by one dude. If the other team has a pitcher that's throwing 95 miles an hour, you're going to be in for a rough day. And I just don't feel like football, one dude can beat you in that aspect of it um, as much as a baseball team. Yep. Um, no doubt. What about you, Coach Leonard? You know, why do you coach? Well, guys, first I want to say that's, that's really interesting stuff. It's some stuff I didn't really know about you guys. But a lot like Matt, I uh, knew I wanted to coach at a really, really young age, you know, second, third grade. Um, <laughs> we did an assignment, and I said, I don't, I don't really know what I want to do when I grow up, but I know I want to be called coach. So I guess in my mind, I was probably saying, I don't know what sport I want to coach or whatever, but I knew I wanted to be a coach. 
Um, now, as for the why I coach, that's a little different. Obviously, even back then, I could tell, you know, people had a huge impact on me from being my coach. And I was lucky to be surrounded by a lot of really, really good people, which I think led me to see the power of coaching and the impact it can have. To me, I think, you know, football, I've, I've said this somewhere else before, but football is a great tool and a terrible master. I think I think if you get your priorities out of line, football can really ruin a lot of people and make a community worse even. But if you use it as a tool in the right way, I think it can make all the difference in the world. So I try to use it. And, and this is really what I'm all about. You know, I love football, but but I'm I'm really not one of those guys like a lot of people who will go home and watch it all weekend and talk about it all the time and stuff like that. I love it, but I love it mainly as a tool. So I'm going to get into that for a second. I try to use it to help people reach their potential. You know, that's the biggest thing to me is I want to help people get better. And football, kind of like what Matt was saying, with it being such a team aspect, you, you get to help a lot of people get better. And, you know, that's something I, I really, really enjoy. So, you know, obviously you can help the football players, the coaches, the managers, whatever. Be better people, be better players, be better coaches, set better examples, so on and so forth. Right. So so what really got me going is I did not come from a great football program. Right. When I was in, in high school, including my eighth grade year, we had four different head coaches in five years. And we had a lot of really athletic guys, but we weren't very good at football for the most part. You know, we had good football players here and there and stuff like that, but we didn't play very good as a team. We weren't necessarily becoming better people through the program. But you kind of look around and you see those great programs and you see the type of power they have. I think for the guys here, you know, you two would understand this the best. You know, Christiansburg High School, where we all coach, has a fantastic wrestling program, right? They're studly. They put out great wrestlers year in and year out. Every kid on their team is going to be a pretty wrestler. Is that happen to have a bunch of people born to be great wrestlers? Heck no, right? They have guys who have been in a program, who've been around great wrestlers, and the culture has kind of breeded better wrestlers. Same thing can happen in football, and same thing does happen in football programs. So the reason I coach is I want to have a great program that's focused on helping people improve. And if you do it the right way, I think it can change you know, all of those guys' lives, the kids, the coaches, the managers, but it can even make the community better. So that's the biggest thing why I coach. Gotcha. No, definitely. Uh, and, you know, for those of you who don't know, Coach Leonard, he does a great job, um, you know, really taking a uh, mentorship role with the kids and and definitely the younger coaches um, on staff and, and new ones that we hire um, throughout the years we've been together. So I definitely... Um, respect that and and would like to think that uh, um, you know when the time comes hopefully I become a head coach down the road and and I have assistants that are like Zach Leonard well yeah I think that's the name of the game um, it's trying to help everybody in your program get better so it, it's kind of twofold right so if I'm helping everybody in our program get better guess what it's doing it's making the whole program better too so it, it's a it's i think the right way to do it i mean this is a people business for sure and that's yeah. kind of the cool aspect of what happened at christiansburg i remember sitting with coach leonard and coach wilkins and just being like man we don't have a lot of people that have really coached on the staff when we first got there and and 
all three of us had kind of probably been the youngest on the staffs that we left um, at that point. So it was a new dynamic for us having to be mentors and having to be leaders in, in that scenario. So it's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned how good of a job he's done. He, and Coach Leonard's done an awesome job with that. But it's it's funny to think that we were sitting there going, man, how do we do this? How are we going to do this? And And here we are four years later, and it's like, you're sitting here going, man, that was awesome. You're helping me out. You're helping everybody out. And it's kind of cool to, to see that growth from my side of it. Cause I just remember that, that meeting going, man, we gotta, we gotta have different roles now. And it, it was kind of interesting and fun all in one. Yeah, it definitely was. Awesome. Well, you know, um, just as a reminder, anybody who, any of you guys who are listening on, on iTunes or SoundCloud or, or any way, you know, Anytime we ask these questions, you know, we definitely, um, su- you know, support and, and promote the idea of you guys giving feedback. So um, definitely shoot us an email or um, message us on Twitter and, and we'd love to hear your answers as well. Um, kind of moving on, you know, wrapping this uh, episode up um, is, you know, kind of obviously talking football and, and culture and all that is really important and and a good aspect in obviously any football podcast, but, uh, you know, we, we we're kind of outside the box, you know, I'd like to think fun guys, not too boring. Um, but you know, so we'd like to pick up the monotony, um, some of these episodes with kind of a outside the box question, um, maybe something that doesn't exactly have to do with X's and O's or, or philosophy and, and uh, for this episode, Coach Heron's dealing with that, Coach. So, yeah, thanks, Coach Buckner. Uh, so we coach down here in southwest Virginia, and all three of us have had different experiences. Um, coach Buckner's kind of coached at the same place that we've, that we've coached, so it may not be as cool for you as it is for, say, me or Zach, but there's a lot of interesting venues um, down here in southwest Virginia. I mean, you have Salem Stadium that hosted the D3 National Championship for 20-plus years, and then you have some stadiums that are built into a hillside, like off a cliff, if you go too far past the end zone. So what is the coolest venue or the most interesting venue that you've coached a high school football game at? Well, um, so I was coaching at a really small single-A school in southwest Virginia, and we made the playoffs, and we went down to Hurley, Virginia. So – First off, they're the Hurley Rebels, and they had Confederate flags everywhere. So that was weird enough for me. You know, I'm kind of a, you know, Roanoke's basically one of the only cities in Southwest Virginia. So I think that kind of makes me a city boy. So it was really weird to go down there and be surrounded by Confederate flags. And that was part of their school. Kind of a strange thing. But uh, it's very close to Kentucky and West Virginia. So it's very mountainous. So their field was actually dug out of a mountain. They really didn't dig out a whole lot of room. On one side, it was um, completely like, you know, probably less than 10 feet away from their sideline was a huge rock wall. So the only thing they could have over there was a football team. Now, I think they've changed how they do it now. and They put their team with the fans. But for whatever reason, that year, they put themselves over by the wall and we were on on the sideline with the fans. So all every fan in the place was on one in one section, basically one stadium. It was kind of crazy. Cause you know, obviously they're letting us have it. Down in Charlie, they were getting after 
talking crap, yelling at us, yelling at the coaches, all sorts of stuff. So that was definitely a very unique situation. I mean, to be coaching football and on the other side, you're looking at a, a, a shaved mountain wall, just straight, flat down, crazy. Um, for me, I'd have to say I've coached at this place twice, um, once for a JV game and once for a varsity game our, our first year. Um, and to me, um, the, the most interesting place has actually been Liberty High School in Bedford, um, kind of because of, um, well, you know, I have respect for the program and you know, it's been entertaining games the last two times, you know, our programs have, have met. But uh, there's a creek right behind the away section. So kind of as a result on the uh, away sideline, there's huddles, there is mosquitoes, and it is hot as crap. Um, so it was just kind of uh, honestly stressful. My, my uh, location definitely isn't as cool as Coach Leonard's, but uh, – um, it was just kind of a tough place to coach just because you got these big old mosquitoes flying around you and and um, just feels like you're partly in a swamp. But then as you walk to the school or the other sideline, it's suddenly a lot better. That's funny. So kind of piggybacking off of what you said there, I, I kind of have three places, and I know I'm breaking the rules, but who cares? I've got three places that kind of – stick out in my head. Um, one of them is Allegheny High School in Allegheny, Virginia. It is kind of like Coach Buckner was saying, there's some there's water behind the away bleachers, but it's it's actually a river. And when I say it's behind the away bleachers, our coach, one of my uh, coaches in high school, Coach Lonker, actually brought his fishing pole to the game one time. Um, and before warm-ups was actually fishing in the river about 10 steps away from our sideline um, prior to the game. And because it's there, the field gets flooded regularly. So we played there a lot when I was at Cave Spring. And it seems like every time we played there, the field had been underwater within the past month. And there was a hole or a sinkhole or mud here and there. And, and you walk in and you walk literally through their student section to get to the field. That was, that was a, an interesting place. And probably the place that like sticks out in my head is like, the place I really don't want to go back to um, just because it's, the experience is there is just you're, you're dealing more with bugs than you are with players at some time. Uh, the weirdest experience for me coaching was when at K-Spring my first year we played in the uh, regional championship game um, and we played at Tunstall High School and Tunstall has a really good sports program. They're really good in baseball and so me knowing that kind of going there was kind of expecting a different setup than the way that they have it. It's almost like, I don't know, if you took a field from the low country in South Carolina and just dropped it because it's like a swamp past their end zone. It's just like this, this kind of like swampy field area. And it, it was a cold night, but it had like a warm feel. I, I don't even know how to explain it, but, we played there and I just remember the whole time thinking, man, they, this place is the most like eerie place I've ever played because we're in a regional championship game. And they turned out, they had a lot of people there, but the place was just 
dead. For some reason, I just remember thinking, man, it's really quiet here. And and I don't know if that's just the, the venue because it was so spread out and it's just this like swampy atmosphere. It was like hazy and foggy and, and it's just a, it, the most like Twilight Zone game I've ever coached in. And uh, it is really good. Did it have a track yeah. around it? Uh, I think so. I think so. It's so, it's hard for me to remember, but it, it, I think it had a track around it, but I just remember it kind of being in the middle of this big field. And I'm just like, man, I was expecting something different. I don't know why, but I was just expecting something different when we went there. I, uh, I just bring that up because, you know, I love track and I support kids doing track and I urge our kids to run track and to throw and stuff like that. But man, I hate tracks around the football field. If you've ever played at a stadium or coach at a stadium that didn't have a track around the football field the atmosphere is so much better it's crazy i mean it doesn't even have to be a crazy crowd they're just right there on top of you so you feel their energy you know what i mean i mean it it makes a difference it absolutely does and that kind of leads me to my actually last place my favorite place the place that i love every single year we play uh, patrick henry and Renault. their field is my favorite place to coach at. The fans are right on top of you. And coaches, fans are probably right on, I mean, maybe 20 feet away from you on the sideline. And then the whole field is sunken in this bowl. It's just like a real, it, it turns it into almost like a, a small college atmosphere because of how the field is set up. And, and it's just like, it, it it may not be as much energy or more energy than any other high school game, but it, it just feels like it is because of the, the way that the fans sit, the way that the field sits down in the uh, bowl. Yeah, I love playing and coaching there for sure. Well, I've never played there, but I love coaching there. Yeah. Um, playing yeah. there was fun. That was my favorite place to play at. Really? Yeah, no yeah. doubt. I I, uh, I actually had thought about talking about that place too, um, but uh, listening to um, – hearing about, you know, Allegheny and talking about Liberty and stuff definitely makes me appreciate kind of the, the movement and increase of uh, turf fields in Southwest Virginia and definitely thankful for our, you know, fairly new uh, turf field and, and Patrick Henry's turf field. Thanks for joining us for another Winners Get Waffles podcast. As always, you can reach us at winnersgetwaffles at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at winsgetwaffles, W-I-N-S, G-E-T, W-A-F-F-L-E-S, and listen to us on YouTube, listen to us on iTunes, listen to us on SoundCloud, whatever you can find our podcast on, please listen. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, interests, you want to host, reach out to us. Thanks for your time.